Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the December 2019 edition of the Fantasy Book Club, brought to you by Accessible World, and uh, yours, Julie, Julia, and company. Oh, this would be the last fantasy group discussion of this year. Hmm. I just thought of a good idea for next year. We could do a roundup of all our favorite books for the year. But, um, yeah, since we don't want to pile any more crazy improv stuff, I think we'll stick to our usual format, which would be, well, our usual for-the-moment format, I guess, because every once in a while it changes. But um, we have, normally when we have more regular meetings, we have a book that we read for the month and then an older book. But since last couple of meetings have had various technical difficulties, I ended up just picking the two books I just most recently read. Um, I guess I will pick one and then we'll go all the way around and then we'll see who has books number two for the second round of people. So the book I read, um, well, the one I'm going to start with is called Lightborn by Alison Sinclair and I read it a bunch of years ago and I reread it again and it's interesting how taste changed um, changes, but I forgot most of it. So, the oh, hello, new late person. Hi, um, this is Ginny, the late person. Oh, hi. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the um, fantasy book group discussion. Yeah, thank you. This is my first time. So, cool. Nice to have you. Well, we're very glad that you're here, and, um, you know, this is not our usual format, but we're going to go back to Zoom come January, so glad you're here. Oh, thank you. So the, you're just on time. You didn't miss anything. Um, so the book I just started to talk about was called Lightborn. Wait, yeah, that's right. No, Darkborn. Goodness, there's three in the trilogy. I get them mixed mm-hmm. up. I'm actually on number three, but I'm trying to remember. The first one is Darkborn. So it's about two races of people, and one of them can only be um, out during the day, and the other one can only be out during the night. And, yeah, the Darkborn have to be back indoors by sunset, and the the, um, Lightborn have to be back by um, sunrise. So they're split up because long ago there was, you know, the usual war thing. And so the mages split the people up back 800 years or so. And so the main characters are Talmen and her husband physician, Balthazar, and then this other mage named Ishmael. And... Oh, that was a weird sound. Sorry. I'm a bit tired today. Um, and the plot is basically that the, this woman comes to Balthazar's door um, pregnant, and she delivers these two twins, and then crazy things start to happen. Uh, the twins, basically, people keep wondering where the twins are, and they're, these, they're a race of people called the Shadowborn. Um, they're basically the villains. And I'm really not describing this book very well. But 
I, I liked it as much the second time as I did the first time, and I, I would recommend it even though I did not do the synopsis very much justice. Do you, is that on BARD? Do you have a number? Oh, yeah. Yes, it is on BARD, but I yeah. do not know the number. BORN is spelled and, the regular way, not the English way with a U, okay? Like yeah, no, it's all one word, and there's all the, the three books are all on BARD. Okay, thanks. You're welcome. That's cool. Who's next? I think I remember. Yeah. Oh, you remember that book? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I remember adding those books to my wish list a couple of years ago, but I never got around to reading them. So, oh, yeah, okay. I'll probably give them a try soon. Cool. Um, yeah. I guess I could go next. Okay. Um, yeah, so the book that um, I chose for this month is uh, it's called Ink and Bone. And it's the first book of, um, I think, a five-book series. Um, and, well, the first, I guess the fifth book is, like, coming out in um, 2020. So and that's the last one. Um, so I've only read the first book so far, so I don't know how this series will um hold up but I like the first one um it takes place in like kind of an alternate history um where of course they have a strange mixture of um technology and magic so um and um in the book the uh the library of Alexandria um kind of they uh, basically control all all uh written knowledge um they are like there's all libraries are part of this one um big library and the, it's illegal to um own a book uh, or to have an actual book outside of the library unless it's like your own personal journal or something. And, but the way that, um, you know, people learn and like people are literate and the way that they, you know, learn stuff is through um, these like, I forget what they're called in the book, but they're like, um, just, they have, oh, they're called blanks. They have, um, blanks can be, um, magically filled with the contents of a book um, if the, you know, actual physical book is part of the library. So, um, you know, normal citizens can own these blanks and whenever they want, they can, you know, write down a title and um, some, like, magic users um, in the library will transfer like a copy of the text to their blank so that they can read it and um well i mean they don't call it magic but you know it's magic by a different name um so um the main character is a boy named jess 
and he is um, part of a smuggling family. They smuggle books um, because, of course, you know, since they're illegal, they're, you know, very valuable. Certain people pay a lot of money for, you know, anything just because no one else is allowed to have it. And so um, as, you know, a smuggler, even though he doesn't, um, he doesn't really feel, he doesn't um, really, he doesn't want to be a smuggler. So um, his father decides that um, even if he doesn't, you know, actually, you know, participate in the smuggling, he can still be useful to their family if he uh, works for the library. And so um, he gets uh, just a um, a chance to like uh, a kind of apprentice there, and um, you know while he's there, of course, you know being a smuggler, he never um, he never really well he thought of the library as kind of more of an enemy than the normal people. But um, he still really um, he cares about books and he cares about knowledge, and he doesn't think that um, well, there like um, there's kind of a one group of people um, they're called burners, and they think that the library should not be allowed to um, control all these books, that normal people should have more access. Um, and so they, um, you know, protest by burning things, you know, mostly their own journals and books and stuff. But, um, you know, it just thinks it's wrong to destroy any book um and um so he gets you know he starts kind of working um at this library with a with his uh group of um fellow well apprentice wannabes because there's like this really long process to become um accepted as a you know a complete like a member of, or like employee of the library. And, um, you know, as he's working for them, he kind of sees like a darker side of the library. Of course, um, you know, they control all the knowledge. And so they, you know, well, I guess it's not really a spoiler, but um, they suppress anything that could kind of uh, take away their control. So like over the years, you know, dozens of different people have tried to invent the printing press um, to replace, you know, the, the library's system of magically um, copying, you know, temporary um, copies of their books for people to use. Um, but then that would give normal people the um, ability to mass produce books and, you know, spread their own ideas and stuff. So, of course, the library doesn't like that. And also, um, 
the library, the way they, um, there's only a certain, um, a few people that are able to use the magic that uh, creates these uh, copies of books. And they are basically, as soon as their abilities are discovered, they're basically um, locked up in this tower, supposedly for their own safety, but they're, um, you know, they become slaves of the library. And um, Jess kind of becomes, well, he meets a girl who has this power and um, hello, she, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah, so, um, oh, yeah, okay. Well, that thought. sounds great. Um, yeah. Yeah, it is, yeah, it's a, it's a fun book and, you know. Tell, tell us the title again and the author. Uh, it's called Ink and Bone by Rachel Kane, and okay. that's spelled C A I N E, her last name. Um, yeah, so it's it's an interesting book. I'm, you know, I'm excited to read the rest of the series. Okay. Did someone come in and go away? Yeah, I, I think I someone did come in. Hello. Hello. Who came in? Well, whoever it is, I hope you have joy. It's just lurking, you know. <laughs> anyway. Um, well, like they came in and then they left again because it well, I could beeped be. in and then beeped out, so I don't know. Yeah, I think they came and then left. Yeah. Okay. Um, who's next? Well, I guess I'll go next. Okay. <clears throat> and I hope I haven't covered this book before. The last fantasy book I read was in the Valdemar series. And I believe the title was I Spy by Mercedes Lackey. And it continues the story of the children of Mags and his wife. This one develops the magical power to tell stresses in things like bridges and walls and other things. And they go off and have adventures and then make their way back to Valdemar. I didn't enjoy it particularly. Uh, yeah. It didn't stick in my head the way the other ones did. Yeah. Um, I'm having that problem, too. I stopped reading it. I think, you know, I've noticed that authors who write, you know, very good books when they first start, you know, and they write, you know, up to, like, maybe five books, and then if they continue writing, they get worse and worse. I I think it's because... Mm -hmm. They maybe because they try too hard, or they're writing for the publisher or something. But I, I've yeah. noticed this. Yeah, I, I've noticed that too. Um, and I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. With especially with yeah. maybe some writers of popular fiction lately, I've noticed that. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, their books I've of, read. Uh, yeah. Well, I just, you know, it's Sorry. been two or three months since I read it, but, and I probably, if there should be one, at least one more book, because the Mags had three children, and mm-hmm. we've had books one and two. The third book should show up sometime. But this one didn't have as much magic as I normally expected. Um, You know, I like the Valdemar world, but it just didn't grab me the way the other ones did, which is odd because I generally like books that have female characters in them or female characters as the primary character. But this one just didn't didn't grab me. I felt that way about her whole new series about Mags and everything. I read them and they were just kind of like mm-hmm. barely half as good as all of her and she's written so many books too. That's why it's so disappointing because right. all of her other Valdemar, at least the vast majority of them are so good and then you get to these ones and you're just kind of like, what? Okay. Yeah. Well, this had to do with like a collapsing dam and a collapsing bridge, and oh, uh, there was yeah, magic in it, but it just didn't have the same appeal as the earlier books did. Right. Well, I don't that's think they're written as well, I think, honestly. I think some authors, you know, they write and they write and then. Then their stuff becomes dull because they've they've written everything that they can think of to write, and they're just going over the same ground. Well, I mean, I read that same book, and I got, well, yeah, I was also disappointed by it, and I got the feeling that, you know, she keeps writing in this world because, of course, the fans love it, and I, I guess I got the feeling that she was just trying to write, tell a different kind of story set in this world but yeah it didn't work for me but that yeah well if she make right if she writes the next book I'll probably finish it off but I think she's I mean I don't know how old she is Um, I think she's probably at least in her 70s but, you know, uh, yeah, I don't know either. I I think she's. They wear out. I'm convinced yeah. of that. I noticed it with Anne McCaffrey. Well, when I she think got that's into why the, some of these authors write with other people. Yeah. I'm sorry, Anne. Say again. They they write with other people. They have um, collaboration. You know, like. Yeah, I don't think this one was written with other people, but I think she's, I think the authors get tired. Yeah, right. yeah, I, uh, I agree. Yeah. And the I words she's using are not as, oh, sorry. I'm sorry, I had a question. Voldemort, sure. is that a reference to the Harry Potter? No. No, no, no. no. It's, it's a totally different. Yeah, yeah. Valdemar started out with three books. Arrows Fall, Arrows Flight, and Arrows of the Queen. 
And it basically is kind of a medieval setting. Uh, you know, they use arrows and swords. And there's magic. And there's a whole bunch of them. I don't even know how many. There's maybe at least and 20. The yeah. Arrows of Arrows of the Queen the first 3 were good, but this last series of just I think she's petering out. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. I should say that I haven't read fantasy and I'm looking forward to you know, hearing titles from you all. Um, I would like to read more fantasy books. I, um, the the last fantasy book that I was, you've probably all read this. Um, we, and her latest book I didn't like as much as the original one. The original one, I'm guessing you all read, was Age of Miracles? No. Where the no. Earth... Mm-hmm. This is a fantasy book where, um, what's it about? Is that about eight years ago? Age of Miracles, where the Earth, the the, the premise is um, that the Earth starts, the rotation slows. Oh, and, I remember that. I didn't yeah, read it though. And, yeah. Oh, it's a wonderful book. I, you know, I really enjoyed it. It takes place. It's very well written. I remember she wrote it on the subway and then going into work. It was her first book, and. Um, I know I really liked it. it. Basically, what then happens to society is that there's what happens is the days get longer and longer, and pretty soon, you know, it's going to be mostly dark. And then the the, the young heroine is um, 13, and this is kind of her new normal. But for the reader, it's, it's okay. So one of the big things is. As a day gets longer and longer, and it's a gradual progression, you know, like pretty soon a day is um, maybe weeks. So how do you organize your life? I mean, do you, um, it's the beginning of the day, 30, you know, let's say it's 36 hours that the day now is. Do you go with clock time or do you go with real time? And there's these factions that, you know, get politicized and, but the main thing is just watching the earth um, change, you know, ultimately, you know, it's going to have, you know, the population, the crops die off, all these little bio um, <clears throat> disasters, and, you know, there's finally just a few people left, and um, what I liked, it, it was very well written, it took place in San Diego where I live, and um, it was very vivid with all the impacts on the natural world. And so I really liked that book a lot. And um, then her next, her most recent book is, I thought, I looked forward to it. I was so anticipating it. And I was, like you said, disappointed. It was her second book. And um, it was about college students mysteriously falling asleep and then not waking up. It starts out in a college dorm probably in UCSD here, University of California, San Diego, because um, that's where she was born and raised. So, you know, this book, um, all around, you know, there's a suspense. What's causing these uh, young women, I think it's or young people, is it just young women? I don't, can't remember. Falling asleep and, and not being able to be awakened. And, you know, there's suspense, what's going to happen. 
I didn't, you know, it really, I thought, was a little flat. I guess there was some way they reversed this, but I didn't, I didn't find myself um, getting engaged by the characters or involved as much as I did in the other book. So I was surprised by that one. The other one, The Age of Miracles, very popular. This one, I don't know why the second book didn't work. Like you were saying, um, I don't know what, it just didn't, it didn't really seem to have that drive and momentum to it. So I don't know what happened or, because I didn't read much interviews about it. But So that are the most recent fantasy books that I've read. Who's the author? Oh, oh gosh. I should remember that. Um, I think Walter Thompson Walker. I can't remember the first. That's her last name, Thompson Walker. Okay. But if you, the Age of Miracles, almost everyone just was absolutely crazy about it. So you might give it a try. And this is on Bard. Yes. It's a, it's about eight years old now. It's about eight years? No, about six years. Yeah. I was so impressed by the research that went into it, too. Um, although I, she asked and asked. She didn't. I don't think. Okay. I wouldn't. Once having established that, you know, we're not going to have. It's going to be nighttime all the time. You know, you, she her research was very good, but I think she talked to an astrophysicist who said, "Well, it, it could happen. The Earth's rotation could slow, but I mean, you know, you have to. That's the original premise, which is kind of out there, but probably not for yeah. you guys who are fantasy readers. <laughs> you know, well, I like a lot of creative nonfiction, so I'm, you know, I think I want to stretch my imagination a bit. So I'm interested to hear what you guys are reading. That's great. Well, I I haven't I hate to admit this, but I haven't read any fantasy in a long time, at least a couple months. The only thing close to fantasy that I've read were these uh John Flanagan books. Now, they're mostly adventure and they don't have that much magic in them. So, I don't know if you'd call them fantasy books and there aren't any weird characters, no dwarves, no elves, no, you know, all the usual landmarks or uh, hallmarks. That's what I mean, hallmarks of fantasy. But they were fun books. They were adventure books all about this organization called the Rangers, which is the king's, oh, yeah. um, king's army, whatever. And uh, well, as I say, what with Christmas and so forth and the fact that I had a cold and I was looking for stuff that that I could listen to without really paying attention, I've been rereading um, historical fiction. So <laughs> I don't have any fantasy books for this month, sorry. But uh, in any case... That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I guess we can talk about, you know, is it fantasy fiction? Is it speculative fiction? It's, you know, it's, it's a, sometimes hard to pinpoint. Well, yeah, yes and no. Um, this is, subject comes up a lot. It's, it's yeah. um, if you want to say speculative fiction, to encompass both fantasy and science fiction, I suppose you could do that. Um, but mm-hmm. science fiction, 
uh, is more, it tends to speculate on how life would be if something happens, (coughs) (coughs) excuse me, which can be scientifically um, explained. You know, it has to do with science. Um, Your book about the Earth slowing down is kind of more towards science fiction, but that's okay. Not a problem. Um, You know, and what would happen if the Earth slowed down? What would be the effects? You know, and um, so, but, and fantasy is more toward... um, myth or uh, well the fantasy books usually have an element of magic in them mm-hmm. they usually depending on the on the type of fantasy book they usually have elves or dwarves or um tree people or or uh, vampires or werewolves or you know, mythical creatures of some kind. Um, And as I say, they usually have magic, and people learning how to use magic or using it in a different way or whatever um, is more like fantasy. But some books, like the one that you have there, um, straddle the line. You know, know, it's kind of hard to... uh, figure out what's fantasy and what's science fiction. So. I see what you mean. Yeah, because this is a very unlikely premise. Um, but it sounds like in fantasy also there's an established world. Mm-hmm. Like, I think of a book like Discovery of Witches. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. fantasy. And where you have, um, like you said, all these uh, inhabitants. But, yeah, the concept of magic is one you have to kind of think about and get with. Uh-huh. I have to reread the well, series. I tried to read book three, and I had read books one and two a while ago, and book three didn't make a whole lot of sense. What about books that have a supernatural air in them? For example, somehow I got hooked on Heather Graham's series about the FBI agents that can see ghosts, and ghosts are involved in their cases. And I was going to use one of those until I remembered about this I Spy book. Are those fantasy? I don't know. I guess so. Because they have a supernatural element in them. Um, Now, these books by Wilbur Smith, um, River God and, and, uh, you know, all the Egyptian books, they're getting more and more toward the supernatural or toward the spiritual and I'm not sure if they're historical fiction or if they're fantasy or both. So I don't know. It's very hard to tell. I guess if you're a publisher, you care about these fine distinctions, but I think an element of fantasy is um, probably all the books that we might, you know, that might be discussed in this in this group. Um, I. I don't want to put you, any of you guys on the spot, but I wonder if you all have uh, 
fantasy books that you would recommend to a novice like me, or you know, not well, one not. Yeah, I guess I do, Jenny. I think I go back to. I go back to the old classics of fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if you really want to go back to the beginning, um, I could suggest. Uh, Oh, what's her name? That wrote all the Greek myths. You know, wrote rewrote all the Greek myths. Um, but you know, Greek and and Roman mythology, um, Celtic mythology, Norse mythology, anything like that. Any kind mm-hmm. of folk tales or myths are the start of fantasy. I mean, that's that's where they started, after all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, you get your your Andrew Lang, you know, fairy tales of all kinds. Um, and then you start with the, the stuff that started in the 60s. Your Tolkien, your C.S. Lewis, your, um, you know, books like that. Uh, Andre Norton's fantasy, um, Anne McCaffrey's fantasy, um, and going all the way up to, um, you know, the the modern stuff, um, I highly recommend Elizabeth Moon's fantasy. Elizabeth Moon, okay. Elizabeth Moon, common spelling. Um, you know, just like <laughs> Moon like is in stars. Yeah, you know. Now, there must be one that's particularly good that you like. I will try that. Okay, Elizabeth Moon, huh? Yeah. Um, the Deed of Paxinarian. Okay. The Deed of Pax- <coughs> Paxinarian. That I think I would start there. Oh, thank you. Um, but uh, all those books that I mentioned are, are worth reading as well. So... Oh my gosh, we didn't even get to round two. Amazing. Pardon, pardon? We just ran out of time. Well, that's okay. They'll they'll keep for the next meeting. Uh, we're back to our usual fourth Wednesday. Correct. But this was just a temporary conference line thing. Okay. I'm looking at the calendar here. I think it's the 22nd of January, but I'm not 100% sure. Uh, yes, you're right. January 22nd, 2020. That should give us full vision. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a Sorry trick. about that. I couldn't, I couldn't resist that. I just, you know, just ignore me. Just ignore me. <laughs> anyway. I think the government offices would have a fit. You what? 
Okay. Um, any other books or anything? Another series I would recommend, and I don't remember who wrote them. Uh, I think there were two authors. The Dragons, Dragons of Dragon Winter Lance? Night. Yeah, that's the oh, Dragonlance Dragon series. Dragonlance series. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dragonlance. Yes, okay. yes. I've, I've, oh, yeah. Tracy uh, Hickman, Hickman and Margaret Weiss. Weiss and Hickman. Yeah. Yes, Weiss and Hickman. Yeah. Margaret, Margaret Rice and Tracy Hickman. Okay, I'll look. I'll look these up on Bard. I have my stream here. As soon as I get off. And they're yeah, on if Bard. You go, if you go to Bard and you look under series, look under Dragonlance. Oh, I will. Dragon Land or Lance? Lance. Lance. L-A-N-C-E. Uh-huh. Two words. Dragonlance. Okay. One word. I One, think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a lot of interesting characters. Uh, I particularly like those, the... Those are, those are good books. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned those. I might reread those. I might do them, too. I never went beyond the first book. Um, uh, Dragons of Autumn something or other. Autumn Twilight, Twilight I think? maybe? Well, I think it's yeah. Dragons of Autumn's Twilight, but I can't remember. Yeah, dragons precisely, of but twilight. there are there are four. Yes, and they they all have to do with the seasons. Uh, the second one is dragons of winter, or something or other, dragons of spring, dawning or something, dawning. and dragons of summer, summer something. Yeah, and they ha- they have magicians and they have knights. Oh, uh, Kinder which you're going to have to look up. Um, is that another series? I mean, no. Only a little different. <laughs> Did any of you read that book that I think was uh, a recent book? I can't remember the title. Is something with Sari or something about a reworking of Greek myths? Um, a contemporary book? Well, I'm sure there are a lot of reworking for Greek myths. Yeah, it doesn't sound familiar, but mm-hmm. no, I've never. It sounds mm-hmm. like it could be a good book, but I've never heard of it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, if as I say, if you want to go back to the very, very beginning of fantasy, that's where to go is to, uh, oh, you know, the Golden mm-hmm. Bow and and what's her name that rewrote all the Greek myths. Um, I just can't think of her name at the moment. Yeah, I, I, I think all of that, yeah. Um, yeah, I will think about that. Take me in a new direction, that's good. So. And, I mean, there are, of course, like different subgenres. So, like, the Dragonlance series would be more kind of epic fantasy. There's also urban fantasy that is kind of set in the modern world. I think, like, Jim Butcher's um, Dresden Files series mm-hmm. would be a good example of that. Oh, yeah, it's another good series. David Eddings is another good author we all like. Oh, yeah. yes. Absolutely. How do you spell it? Anything out? by Eddings would uh, be good. David Edding? Or? Eddings. E-D-D-I-N-G-S. Eddings. Okay. All right. Do not 
start the wheel of time. Oh, <laughs> oh God, oh, please. Well, no, it has no, like no. the wheel of time wheel because, of time. because why? Uh, you might get addicted or no? Well, they're fantasy it's very books. Long. But the do- Arthur Conter got started, and I don't think he could figure out how to stop. Okay. And the books kept getting longer and longer. In fact, the author died before he finished the series. And they had to bring in a pinch hitter. Uh, It's a fairly good series, but it's just, it's way, way, way too long. If well, you yeah, started, sort of like the sort of I mean, truth. I definitely I mean, wouldn't recommend it for a beginner, oh, like no. someone who's not used to no. fantasy. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, no, yeah. Um, okay, yeah. I, will. I mean, there are thirteen books in the series. Uh huh. Uh huh. They're all the long, and, and by the and, time uh, you, it's at the end. You know, characters have dropped out, and then they pop back up again, and. Um. Uh, well, let me ask an obvious question here that I should have... Uh, I have not started the Game of Thrones because um, I see that people get into them and then, they, you know, there goes... There they go. They seem to be quite, uh, you know, gone. Gone people. And um, I have a friend who read... Uh, anyway, so I thought, you know what? I don't think so. Because, and then my sister said, well, yes. Um, she said that they do get a hold on you, but, you know, there is a lot of uh, violence, and as she put it, sexism, I don't know, but um, I don't know about that, but I do think that I heard about five minutes of one of the books, and I really was taken by the style uh, um, of the writing, but I don't know, and this obviously is fantasy, I guess, and I wonder if you guys have read that series, well, The Game of Thrones. read that isn't part of the group anymore. I I couldn't get past the prologue. My boyfriend read the whole five books. I don't know how he got through it. Oh, people gobble them up. I, I know. Or they, I don't know if I would be one of those or not. But. I read the first few chapters, and I said, eh. Mm-hmm. I, no. It was too political for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I wondered your, your opinion there. I think I'm going to skip that. I, well, and I don't know if he'll even ever finish the books at this point. They're about 40 hours each, I understand. Oh, man. Yeah, and there's seven of them, and he said that he does not want anybody else writing them, and think he might be ill, and so they might just be finished, or we'll just do it anyway. And <laughs> well, anyway, thank you, you guys. My phone, I've been holding my uh, phone cord in place. My finger's going to... My phone's just a mess right now. So thank you very much for your input. appreciate that. And, uh, Not a problem. Not a problem. Well, I'm going to run. Um, okay. Me too. Uh, because I've got to do something, so I'm going to do that. And this was great, and I'm glad it worked out for everybody. Take care, folks. We'll see you on Zoom in January. See you next year. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.